Welcome to EM Guidewire, your guide to emergency medicine, brought to you by the residents and faculty from Carolina's Medical Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's time for Sports Medicine. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Corner. This is Jeremy Driscoll here. This episode today is regarding patella dislocations, and we'll talk about all the etiology as well as how you can best reduce these in your emergency department. Now, we'll talk a little bit about background regarding patella dislocations. Now, there's chronic dislocations that can happen with certain pathologies, most commonly seen in women, but other chronic disorders like Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Uh, These types of dislocations typically have little or no swelling and most often painless. Patient will say, yeah, this happens to me frequently, but this time I couldn't get it back in myself. But what we're going to focus on today, since this is Sports Medicine Corner, is our traumatic patellar dislocations in someone who otherwise doesn't have a chronic disorder. This typically happens with trauma indirectly to an extended knee with an externally rotated foot. Think about quick pivoting in basketball, football, or soccer. However, this can also occur from direct blows, specifically helmets to the knee in football or knee-to-knee collisions in basketball. This is a non-contact twisting injury sometimes with the knee extended, like I previously said, and patient will usually reflexively contract their quadriceps, thereby trying to attempt to self-reduce their patella. Often, though, they are unable to successfully do this, for which they come to the emergency department. Now, you can have fractures associated with this, and we'll talk about a little more of that of what to do diagnostically, but most commonly will be medial patellar facet fractures as well as lateral femoral condyle fractures being your two most common types. On exam, what are you going to see? Well, often you're going to see the patella displaced laterally. The knee's going to be partially held in flexion. And acute dislocations can be often associated with a large hemarthrosis, especially if they have an underlying fracture associated with this. Now, if you don't see any swelling and no ligamentous laxity, this is likely a chronic dislocation but we're going to focus more on acute, like I said, today. So when they get to your emergency department, take a look at the knee. This is really just a clinical diagnosis, and I don't actually recommend getting x-rays before you reduce the patella. So what do we do? Reduce. And essentially what we're going to be wanting to do is applying lateral pressure on this dislocated patella and move it more medially as well as anteriorly to get it back in position. Like I said, you do not need x-rays prior to reduction, but following reduction, I would get an x-ray just to make sure There's no underlying fracture or loose body that's within the knee joint. For these, you'll rarely need any sedation, but my favorite, subdissociated osketamine works very well for this type of procedure. Now, there's two real ways you can try to reduce the patella. The first one's going to be involving hip flexion and usually can be done by a single provider. What you'll do is want to get the hips flexed to about 20 to 30 degrees, and this is not by propping the leg off the bed. What I want you to do is actually lie the patient flat and then move the head of the bed 20 to 30 degrees. That'll allow us to relax the quadriceps without engaging any of the other lower leg muscles. What you'll do after this is slowly extend and then hyperextend the knee and then slide the patella back into place lateral to medially. There's a second maneuver you guys can attempt if this doesn't work. This often requires two providers or two people to do the procedure. One person will be applying downward pressure over the quads, or you can do this by yourself if no one else is available using your dominant hand. This will slowly stretch out the quadriceps muscle and relax the leg as well as straighten it. And then at the same time, what you're going to want to do is once again, move the patellar laterally to medially and anteriorly, essentially reanimating the type of injury that happened similar to what we do with other joint dislocations. You'll move the patella outward while rotating patella over the lateral to anterior regions, and then the patella should get back into place. 
Now, disposition. Often these patients can be discharged home, but I would consult your orthopedic surgeon if you notice a fracture or loose body that's seen on the post-reduction x-ray. Otherwise, give them orthopedic follow-up in the next one to two weeks. The majority of these injuries will be non-operative and conservative management with NSAIDs, but big things are going to be activity modification and physical therapy. You can put the patient in a knee immobilizer for comfort, but make sure it's only for short term. Big things are going to be quad strengthening exercises like quad extensions as well as squats. Other exercises like core and hip strengthening is going to improve limb posturing and balance and can help take stress off the knees. Now, additionally, if these patients do have large joint effusions that are very uncomfortable, you can consider doing a knee aspiration. Of note on this, if you see fat globules or that's noted in your joint fluid, this indicates an underlying fracture. All right, another successful episode of Sports Medicine Corner. I'm Jeremy Driscoll. Once again, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to EM Guidewire. Go, be awesome today. CMC out.